Hi, my name is Eddie C. And welcome to my positive podcast. I'll bring you positive stories of people from all walks of life. Because everyone has a story to tell. Hi, and welcome back to MPP. I'm Eddie C. And this is my positive podcast. Well, people, I'm just so glad to have uh, you all tune back in to me this week. And I'm, I want to give a special thanks to everyone who listened last week uh, to the podcast and uh, our following or have decided to subscribe because that's a beautiful thing uh, to have as many of you all join into my show as possible. Uh, that's well appreciated. Um, I've got three wonderful guests this week. Um, one of my guests is actually originally from California and now based here in Europe. I have another guest that's actually coming from Europe and is now living in West uh, Africa. And my third guest is doing something wonderful to help people with the whole pandemic situation we're in. So let's get right into the show and welcome my first guest. Welcome to my positive podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my first guest is uh, a friend of mine who uh, she has quite a uh, a unique combination of jobs. She's a medical uh, health care worker for uh, a couple of hospitals here in Antwerp, and she's also a security guard. So please welcome my first guest, Miss Miriam Storms. Hi, Miriam. Hi, Eddie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Just finished my job because I had night shift last night. Oh, wow. So you must be pretty tired. I'm very glad that you're taking the time out before you turn in to uh, have a conversation with me and be on the show. I appreciate it very much. I'm okay. Well, listen, let me ask you, uh, a, a, you know, a few questions, of course. Uh, that's why you're here. Um, you know, your main mm -hmm. profession being mm -hmm. in the healthcare uh, work, um, you know, how is it coping these times with the pandemic and what are some of the things you do in your department to help the patients? Well, sometimes it's really hard and you are busy for almost every minute of your shift. But it's not only the physical part that's hard because sometimes you have to work really hard and you know that because that's part of your job. But it's the psychological part that can, be, that can be very hard as well. As long as you're at work, you don't think a lot about it. But once you're sitting in your car driving home and then all the things are coming in, then uh, sometimes, yeah, it's, um, yeah, sometimes it's hard to swallow. But, you know, we still have a job from the beginning, from the pandemic. We could still go to work and there are a lot of other people who can't say that. So mm -hmm. I'm glad for that. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's true because a, a lot of us are sitting at home, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, have to rethink our our professions and our jobs, you know, especially in, in, in the creative sector, you know, like me, where you're musicians or, you know. So, uh, but this is one of the things I do to, you know, to uh, create, be creative and do some new things. And uh, I'm very fortunate to be able to do this show. Uh and, and bring some positivity out to people, you know, and have people on the show like you to do that as well, you know, yeah. to share the stories. It's a really beautiful initiative, really do. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I think a lot about that, you know, that a lot of people are sitting at home 
I know I couldn't do that because um, I always want to be busy. So if I if if they would let me stay home for so long, that would be a real punishment. But anyway, you know, you're also asking like uh, what we do to help the people. Well, with the first wave, there were no visitors allowed for the patients. Mm -hmm. Nobody was allowed to visit mm -hmm. their family in the hospital. Now. Uh, the departments I'm working at are most of the time elderly, elderly people like 75 plus. Well, some of them are suffering dementia and some of them are still well healthy. But um, the thing is, they're suffering about being alone, that their family, that they don't see their family. That's really for those people. It's really, really hard. I can imagine that. Pretty heavy. Uh, I know you've told me quite a few stories, things that you've had to go through, you know. Uh, uh, it must be quite heavy when a, a patient passes away uh, and you have to let the family know and, uh, you know, th that that must be a difficult thing as well. Well, and now with uh, with this uh, Corona thing, family is not allowed to see their family member that died anymore. They're not allowed to see them anymore because, uh, yeah, that's 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 really really sad. Because most of the time, we um, if we have somebody that dies, we um, make them beautiful for the family, and then the family can greet their family member that died. But now on the on the corona departments even that is not possible anymore go to the morgue wow. immediately and the family is not not allowed to see them anymore on the on the regular departments yeah also one family member mm -hmm. but uh yeah the the thing is that um what i experienced also is with corona um one time i had this lady and in the beginning of my shift she was still okay and by the end of my shift, she was dead. It, that's how fast it goes. They crash very, very fast. And that's something wow. very difficult to cope with. That, um, yeah. Then you, you can do the best you can, but yeah, well, sometimes, yeah, you're fighting wow. against something that's so, so much stronger than you. So. That's true. Um Let's let's take things to a different a different let's say a different part of of your yeah. your life, which is yeah. a, a security. Positive, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's what this show is about positivity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're doing a positive thing, being there for those people. So this is very positive. It's just my job. People like you. It's just yeah. my job. Well, it's more. It's your job, but you're doing more than that. You're giving you're giving your 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 heart and soul into it. And I I it's, I, I know from the stories you've told me. Um, but let's go to your security. Uh, yeah. You know you've been in, you've been working as a security guard, and that's a completely different world than uh, working in the the healthcare you know area. Well, I'm already doing this for twenty more than twenty years too. You know, um, but. I have to say, I'm only a security guard for events and festivals, for concerts. I'm not working at stores or whatever, or, uh, gar yeah, guarding buildings or something. That's not my thing. It's just, I started with it um, because I wanted to see some concerts for free. So that was actually oh, my, my, okay. my main re reason. So I was so fond of music and uh, concerts are really expensive if you want to see them all. So... I saw a lot of mm -hmm. concerts through the years and uh, very, very good concerts too. 
Um, all right. All well, right. Um, but it's a total different job. That's true. But it's it's actually a hobby. I don't call that a job. It's a hobby from me, uh, where I spend a lot of time into. But yeah, now with the corona, it's also nothing, huh? Um, but you know, in the hospital, I'm there for the needy ones. I'm helping the needy ones. But as a security guard, I have to protect people. I have to protect the artists sometimes. It depends on the job you have to do that day. But also the people in the in the in the concert hall, because you have to see and watch that they that they are following the rules from the hall and that, yeah, you have to protect them too, because sometimes there are fights and sometimes there are some stuff, there is some stuff going on that's not allowed. So yeah, well, but it's it's just a it's just a hobby. Then yeah, more than 20 years. And you know what? The beautiful part of it is that I was so lucky to experience some things in that job that other people can only dream of, you know? Um, like seeing a lot of, but really a lot of free concerts. <laughs> That's really something. And But... I see them for free, but I'm actually getting paid for it too. So that's that's the the good part of it. But um, the second part is I um, I'm also meeting a lot of artists, like big people, or like a Bruce Springsteen who comes to say to you, "Hey, thank you for the job you did." That's something other people can only dream about. So, and for me, yeah, well, but in the beginning, it was also for me like, "Wow, now I don't have that anymore," you know. I'm used to it. You're getting used to it. And uh, yeah, that's maybe that's weird for some people to hear, but uh, um, you know, I don't put them on a platform anymore. For me, they're just people who can sing good or make beautiful concerts or whatever. But I'd, I, I, I'm, I'm searching for the person behind the artist. Not all the artists are treating the security guards with, with the same respect. Yeah. But uh, most of them are, you know, most of them do, but still. Well, that's more important for me than getting involved with the artists. That's fantastic. Today, our theme is about grateful. And mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to know, what does grateful mean uh, to you? Well, for me, it is that uh, you don't take anything for granted, you know. It's a privilege. It's already a privilege to 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 getting awake in the morning like it's a real privilege that you can still see the sun coming up in the morning it's a privilege that some people want to spend some time with you and want to be your friends it's that's something to be thankful for because it's not so obvious that a lot of people are there for you or that you have bread to eat or even a roof above your head. A lot of people don't even have that. So, and that's something you have to be thankful for. Also for the dark moments in your life, you know, because without the bad experiences in your life, you won't value the good ones. Also, and in the morning, it's so important, but also in the evening to just say, thank you. Thank you for the things that you received that day. But also in the morning, like, thank you for the day that's going to come. And for, yeah, for everything. You just have to be thankful because nothing, don't take it for granted. Well said.
Uh, I agree with you on that. Um, I want to thank you for taking some time out, you know, of your, you know, from coming home from your night shift, uh, as you said, uh, and uh, taking this time to, uh, to talk to my audience and, uh, you know, talk to me again about uh, how you're, you know, that you're, you're two completely different jobs. And I know you're very spiritual minded as well. Um, that's the other thing that you're busy with. Uh, and I know that, uh, uh, whether you're doing your security job work or whether you're working as a healthcare worker, I'm, people are in good hands when they're with you. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> your story, I'm sure is going to be very nice for a lot of people. Uh, and my, my listeners that are going to be, uh, checking you out, listening to what's happening. So I, I'm, I am, I am grateful that you've been part of this show. Thank you for asking. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you get your sleep. And uh, once again, from the bottom of my heart, thanks again for being on my positive well, podcast. I wish you good luck with the show. And I'm looking forward to listening to it for the other shows that's going to come. So good luck with it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye-bye. This is my positive podcast with Eddie C. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is a dear friend of mine. Uh, he's actually originally from California. He'll tell you more about that in a little while. Uh, and uh, he's a, a musician, uh, ex-NATO uh, employee. And uh, please welcome my next guest, Mr. Jeff Wisnum. Hi, Jeff. Nice to hey, talk Andy. to you, buddy. Same here, as always. So, you know, tell me, uh, you're, of course, you're originally from the States like me, but tell me, how did you end up in uh, Belgium and working for NATO and, you know, uh, break it down to me, buddy? <laughs> well, I, I won't take too much time, but it's a bit of a, a winding story. Well, um, we have time. I went into the Navy in California and was there for several years, uh, but I always wanted to see Europe. Okay. And basically, I, I just had an interest. I love history, and I had seen a lot with Europe. So about 1990, I got the chance, after I had left active duty in the Navy, to work for the U.S. government in Germany mm -hmm. and actually in Heidelberg. So I accepted the job. And I managed to work there for 12 years, which is a bit unusual because the government usually likes you to do three to five years. But if you do well, they don't argue and they let you keep going. So I was fortunate for that. And after about the 11th year, and it's not very common anymore, I happened to stumble onto and job announcement for NATO here in Brussels, Belgium. And I applied thinking nothing would happen. But lo and behold, I actually made the, the short list and was asked to come for an interview. And this was in 2001. Mm -hmm. And I made it. I was quite surprised. It was one of the largest <laughs> interviews I ever had. I never had an interview with seven people interviewing me at once, but I guess I did okay. And in 2002, in November, 
I started my job with uh, the NATO, uh, then it was called uh, the NATO C3 agency in Brussels, Belgium. And I managed to stay with them for about 18 years. So it worked out really well. Wow. That's fantastic, man. And uh, but you, you're what part of California were you from? Modesto. I was, I was. That's it. I was born in Modesto, California, which a lot of people have heard of it from the Gallo wineries. Uh, I never had a tour of the winery. I don't think they even do one. Okay. But, uh, my grandparents had lived there, and my father worked for a major corporation and we moved around the west coast but always seemed to hub back into the san francisco area so i was uh, connected in my early years in modesto or the san francisco bay area livermore california and uh, it was i'm a californian i love it oh wow how how is that adjusting going you know moving from out california where you know they say it never rains in california like the song that was one of our favorite songs by the way (laughs) (laughs) even though it does yeah yeah and then and then and then ended up like you know going to europe and now living in you know making your home base in europe how how is that for you uh i say in comparison well i've always loved california uh But I was very excited and wanted to go see Europe. And after living in uh, Germany for several years, I really came to fall in love with the lifestyle in Europe. I like the quality of life here. And it just seemed to fit me. And I like the people and uh, particularly the ladies. So it was very nice. <laughs> and I ended up uh, getting married here and uh, and moved around. Uh, uh, even though that initial relationship didn't last, it's been a wonderful time for me here in Europe. And I, I really love it. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So I, I know uh, that uh, you recently retired last year from uh from your job at nato because we're from the same we're from the same uh the same year generation as we would say (laughs) 56 was a good year as we always say yeah Uh, my next question was be like okay you 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 finished with that but i know before because we met each other actually via a common friend of ours uh, who's a, a, a poet and uh, a writer. It's going to be in one of my shows as well, uh, David. And uh, we met actually, I think at one of his, I think it was, a, it was a, a birthday party or something that he did or some, some, some kind of event he organized in Antwerp. And that was the first time we met. And, and I, I met you actually as a vocalist. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and from off that point, we kind of like kicked off a great friendship that's uh, just fantastic. Uh, and we keep in touch with each other on a regular basis, both of us living, you know, well, not that far away. Uh, it's so, one of those things, as you say, I'm grateful for that. So, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But how 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 is it that, I mean, you, the, the, your music, basically your country, country orientated uh, as far as your style of music is concerned. I know you've got this this nice, deep Johnny Cash voice, you know, <laughs> and well, we uh, try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so tell me, how did you get involved with, with, you know, with your music and were you doing it in Modesto before you came over to Europe and 
has there been something like that's been an on off thing for you? Um, yeah, well, basically what happened is I had started to learn guitar back in 1974, but it was just how to play acoustic guitar, be able to strum and sing like campfire songs. Mm -hmm. But I learned from a lady who I was singing at that time with her and a small group in church. In those days, we used to call it the folk mass. Mm -hmm. And she actually was very country oriented. So without realizing it, what I learned was the country genre, but in 1974. Right. Now, right. the other thing I'd share with you, because I started doing a lot of thinking about it because of what I am trying to do with music. My dad loved country and it was in the background through my whole life. I just never realized that's what it was. So as I look back, I go, yeah, I was surrounded by country. And I spent some years uh, in Texas where I also worked on a horse ranch. So I was a little bit of cowboy mixed in there with everything else. And country genre, it's the easiest for me. You know, I keep trying to learn how to play rock on an acoustic guitar. And somehow it just kind of comes out country rock. So, but I stop fighting it. I just go with the flow and I have a lot of fun with it. I love the music. Well, you, you've done uh, one of your albums that I uh, produced uh, with you because a lot of people didn't would not would Chill not out think studios. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they wouldn't think that I would I would be somebody producing a country album. But I mean, I'm, a, I'm a, I was born in Virginia, so I'm you know yeah. I've got that country in me as well. As and, I recall, uh, you did really good with the banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with a little. A little help with my keyboard, yeah. The songs that you're writing, um, they're based actually on, say, actual experiences that you've gone through yourself on your last album that you did. And uh, I know yes. you're busy with some new material for a new project uh, that will probably be ready next year. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was going to ask you another question. How is it yes. the adjustment of... Uh, let's say living in Europe for you, uh, how does that feel as compared to just living in the States? Do you miss the States? Uh, are there certain things that you say, well, if I had to make a choice, I feel kind of what more home uh, here in Europe than I do in the States. Uh, for me, it's, it's a very simple uh, cut and dry question. I mean, I feel quite at home here. I mean, I've been here since uh, since 1975 in Europe, and uh, I've become, I guess, more European. But you're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, no, but but uh, how is that? How is it for you? You know, adjusting to just European life, and especially you know, you're living in, you're living near Brussels, in fact. So. Uh, is that and and of course now uh, being in the retirement, you know, uh, you know, retired last year, you know, you have a lot more time to do, spend more time with your music. So I I guess that must be for you also a nice pleasurable thing to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the first thing I'll let you know is that yeah, I worked at NATO, but actually my retirement is from the Navy and the U.S. government. But what I enjoy. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a very proud American. Uh, you and I've talked, and sometimes we scratch our head at things that come up, but that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, But yeah. I enjoy being an American expat in Europe. I find the people are really cool. Um, I have my American friends right. and my American family that I what makes it bearable to me is I can go home and visit my mom, my sister, uh, several times a year if I want. And I usually do. But so I, until Corona, I can live here. And with the beauty of modern telecommunications and modern transportation, I get home and scratch that itch on a regular basis every year. But there's just some kind okay. of, I don't know, there's excitement to me about Europe. And I find the people that I met are really nice. I mean, I'll say one thing here, and, and your listeners may laugh. They may have heard this example, and I think you've heard me say it. Um, Americans can be like peaches, and Europeans can be like coconuts. <laughs> and by yeah. that, I mean... An American, we, we're used to that frontier spirit and we're all friendly at the start and we work together and that's what makes us great. But there's a certain point, if you keep asking questions, we're going to look at you and kind of close up and just say, well, that's not your business. Okay. And with, with Europeans, I found that the ones I've gotten to know, the Europeans, and I think it's based on their history, are a bit more protective and more closed up at the start. But if they find that they like you and that they can trust you, then they start to open up and you will be a friend for life. I have a good Turkish friend and a Greek friend that we used to have coffee together. And the three of us are like the three amigos. I mean, we just, and we're still in contact, even though, one of them, uh, Michalis, has gone back to Greece on another assignment. So um, I just really have enjoyed the people in Europe, and I really enjoy the culture. The cafe culture, I think, is wonderful. And the last thing is I'm singing American songs, so they, they're not commonplace over here. In fact, if anything, I'm singing old American songs, and a lot of Europeans enjoy, seem to enjoy that that remember those songs and what it brings back. So I have a little more of a niche market here in mm -hmm. Europe, but I just really enjoy it. As you yeah, know. well, it's, 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 it's quite a different lifestyle. It's uh, actually very laid back uh, compared to uh, being in the States. And um, of course, you know, like I said, a lot of things have changed in the last few years, uh, and especially with the Corona outbreak that has made a, a major change in people being careful and cautious and hopefully yes. we can get this all behind us uh, in the, the coming months and get back to a regular lifestyle again, because it's, it's been very hard on, on everybody. Uh, and I know musicians, uh, people in the, you know, of, 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 from actually from all branches are suffering from it. But the nice thing about, uh, um, about it and there's always a positive side about something like this is that it gives a i think it gives us a chance to uh withdraw and rediscover ourselves and uh what we are about as people as individuals and uh, yes i agree and i um i guess that's one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast uh, and you know is because 
there's so much negativity in the world uh, around us that we're confronted with. And it's nice if people can can uh, uh, turn on a podcast and listen to some folks like you and other people that will be in the show that are sharing their their positive stories, uh, you know, even in these circumstances. Uh, that's that's something that uh, I like to give back to the public with with this whole show. Um, I got one more question to ask you, buddy, and that's uh, the theme of the show for this week, and it's uh, which is the word uh, grateful. Uh, and I'd like to ask you, what does grateful mean for you? I have a couple of thoughts on that. Uh, first, I'd just like to compliment you that your previous shows I've heard I thought were really good and they do bring out positivity. Um, regarding grateful, you, you know, I, I had my own idea, but just to be sure, I looked it up in Webster's and the, the definition that I liked was <laughs> appreciative of benefits received or being blessed. And um that's how I've always thought of it. And I'm just really happy that I've, I've lived this long, that I've achieved what I've achieved in life, and that I'm actually living a, a fairly comfortable life. And I'm just grateful every day. And one other thing I'd like to add on that is that I have read articles that say one of the best things we can do as we grow older is be grateful. Because it puts you in a positive mindset. And I know you know that because you've been through a lot. So you're still very grateful. And, and I totally agree that when I'm grateful, I, I'm, I actually feel very happy. And I think it's just having an optimistic feeling about your life. And no matter how old you are, what's ahead of you. And as I say, kind of like being blessed, you know, if people accept that the use of that word. You're just satisfied with with what you've got. You're happy at where you are. And so that makes you optimistic. And I think it it can transmit to other people as well so that the people you come in contact with actually can have positive feelings or happy feelings, you know, while they're with us. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, buddy. Well, you know, we've had many discussions about that. And yes, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm about positivity. Uh no matter what's going wrong, you know, you try to make a, a positive thing out of it or see it's always a lesson. You know, when something bad yes. happens, it's, it's, it's going to be a lesson and you'll pick up something from it, you know, and, you know, you can uh, you can go around worrying about things or you can be busy trying to do something that's going to take the worry off and, and just experience life. You know, I mean, we live now. We live now. We don't know. Yes. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring us. So enjoy the moment. Look forward to good things. And I think with a positive outlook, you can you can accomplish a lot and you don't need a lot to be happy. You know? Yes, that's very true. And I remember that that old saying that I know, you know, when one door closes, two more open up. And I think you and I both experienced that. Yeah, nothing it doesn't have to be major, but it just keeps that positive, optimistic feeling that, oh, well, OK, I didn't plan that. But let's see what's what's going to happen next. You know, and sometimes it takes a couple of weeks or a month to get it. But, yeah, I've been very again, I'm grateful. I've been very lucky in my life. And, uh, you know, I've got a great family and it's I just love it. Oh, well, well, Jeff, I want to thank you for, you know, coming on the show and sharing your story and your 
bringing your positive vibes to the thing. I'm very grateful to have you as a, as a dear friend as well. And uh, looking forward, looking forward to seeing you pretty soon. Yeah. As soon as they stop the lockdowns, I'll be there. (laughs) All right, buddy. Looking forward to that, man. And you take good care. You take good care of yourself. A lot of love to you, brother. Thank you. And back to you. All right. Bye-bye. My name is Eddie C. And you're listening to my positive podcast. My third and final guest is actually an old neighbor of mine. And we used to uh, live next door to each other back in the day when I lived in Hilversum in the Netherlands, working as a session musician. Um, She actually became a police officer for many years. And in her last few years before she decided to stop and retire, she ended up going to Gambia and actually at one point ended up in Senegal and now has a guest house. Please welcome my dear friend, Miss Mika Fisher. Hi, Mika. Yes. Welcome Hi, to the Eddie. show. It's been nice a long to meet time. Nice again after so many years on this beautiful podcast for your new show. It's same here. So tell me, uh, you know, how did you end up moving from Hilversum and working for the police to uh, Abene, Senegal? You want to explain that to me because that's quite a journey. Yeah, actually, you know, it's a quite a journey because, uh, yeah, you know, uh, after we meet, uh, like you said, in Hilversum, uh, we were neighbors and, uh, you know, so that was uh, great to meet you in that time. So from Hilversum, um, it was in actually uh, during my time in, uh, in at the police, I like halfway after 14 years at the police force, um, I go with a friend to Gambia for a holiday because we want we want to 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 feel the sun and uh, another culture. Yeah, so we go to Gambia. Yeah, and there we have a holiday together. There we meet some guys, and so we say, okay, let's go to Senegal because it's uh, yeah, uh, one of them come from Senegal and he want to we meet his family. I say, yeah, why not? So we go to Senegal and we we go to a village. It's called uh, Abene, and in uh, Abene, um, yeah, we meet the family, and uh, and then I see, wow, it is a beautiful village, and then we we walk together from one day from the beach, uh, and then I stop really from a beautiful, beautiful place, and uh, I said, this place I have to go inside because I see bamboo. And I love bamboo. All my life, I love bamboo. I love the sound of the bamboo. It's like music in my ear. So we go inside. And the first step I take, I say, wow, a lot of things to do here. So I have to go and say, it attracts me. So I was inside and there was a housekeeper there. The owner that that moment was not there. I didn't even actually know who was the owner. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So we drink some tea. And uh, I make some videos and I make some uh, photo shoot and uh, I say, thank you very much. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we left and uh, okay. So in the end, uh, we have a beautiful holiday of two weeks and go back to Holland. And then my friend, he said, wow, I, I Google and I see in Abonnet, there's a place for, for sale. And that is the place you make the videos and the photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he said, yes, it's a woman from Holland and she wants to sell it. I made contact, and after three months, I was the really happy owner of now, yeah, where I have my living. 
Okay, and what's the name of your your? Uh, is it it's it's a guest hotel, a B and B? Yeah, you want to tell a little bit about it? Uh, we start in in um, with um, uh, with my boyfriend. Uh, we start in uh, 2009. First, mm-hmm. I go half year Holland and half year uh, I work in Holland and half year I was in uh, in Africa here in Abene, and then mm-hmm. uh, we decide to to make it a guest house. Okay. Wow. Yeah, a B&B, a better breakfast. So, uh, you know, we, we make uh, some houses, some huts, you know, African style. And um, yeah, and we just start. And uh, yeah, you know, and then the rest is history because now it's like 2020, 2021. And uh, we're still uh, moving on. Oh, fantastic. And we meet people from all over the world he's now your husband now because you got married right yes yes um i get married uh, actually the, the guy I, at that time i i met in in gambia he was a gambian man but after he gets uh, mm-hmm. uh we, we separate but we still be friends and then um yeah, after a few years, some years ago, he passed away of uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, you know, that still happened here, unfortunately. Oh, I'm yes. sorry to hear about but, that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, uh, there was a gardener, and that was a jelly. Yes, that was in 2014. And uh, mm-hmm. in, in 2018, we married. We married very traditional, like three days, you know. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I saw a few pictures and actually on one of my songs, I included a, a couple of photos of your uh, of your wedding service that you sent me Yeah. Uh, on one of my videos and which is be- beautiful photos. So tell me a little bit about the lifestyle differences, you know, in Abene uh, compared to in the Netherlands, of course, because those are two completely different worlds. You know, there's. You're now in sunshine and tropical warm weather. And in Holland, of course, it was always a change, sometimes cold, sometimes very rainy and very flat, of course. <laughs> uh, very flat, yeah. Actually, also, it's very flat. Senegal also is very flat. It's a, a very good country also, even to travel alone or with others. Uh, but uh, also, you can cycle here. You can uh, take your bike and... Uh, the only thing is it's getting too hot. Anyway, yes, it's possible to cycle here. Yes, even on your own or with a group. It's beautiful. And yeah, of course, the sun uh, is a good part of that. And uh, wow. uh, we have only like three months of rain season. It's from July, August, September and a little tail in, in October. And the rest is dry season and the climate is perfect. Okay. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So what's the average temperature? On the moment, it's like 25, 26 degrees. Wow. And that's the average temperature over the whole year? Or does it get hotter? Uh, and- it's getting hotter in the rain season. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, not unfortunately, I, I'm living near the seaside, you know, five minutes from the sea, from the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. So we always have a sea breeze. Oh, fantastic. Yes. But it can be, in the rain season, can be like, uh, yeah, 35 degrees or something. Yeah? It's really... Yeah, tropical. Okay. So yes. actually in the rainy season, it gets hotter. It's getting hotter. Yes. yes. Wow. But it's it a nice party. You know, you have the, the rain is warm. You know, we have a shower outside. So we can uh, even, you know, you, you jump outside and you, you have your bath, you know. 
Uh, <laughs> 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 it's, oh, never that's fantastic. it's never cold here because I don't like the cold actually. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can agree with you on that one. Yeah. So you've been here now since uh, 2014, right? Or what, was it earlier? Uh, 2007, I, I was first time here. Mm -hmm. And in 2007, Mm -hmm. uh, I just quit my job from the police force. All right. It was time. It was time for me to move on. Mm -hmm. I, and all my colleagues said, you know, when you're leaving, when you're leaving. I said, okay, you know, today is the day. All right. <laughs> okay. And you sound so happy with the new move. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen you in years. You haven't changed a bit. You still has this very fresh look and happy happy face of yours you know it's always fun to see you you know whenever we speak with each other that's 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 great <laughs> you know but the life is it's so lively here the, the village is lively it's music it's like a little bit hippie old style village okay you know uh there's regular parties right bala there's all of uh there's always music oh wow every day there's music every day there's party you know, wow. and um, so how can yeah. how can people get in contact with you uh, that want to come and say uh, visit or, you know, book a, a week or a couple of weeks at your residence? Yes, that, that is possible. We have a website and uh, also we are on Facebook and um, they give me uh, an email or and they can book on, on my website and also uh, mouth to mouth. You know, people hear from each other about uh, the name of the guest house actually is mm -hmm. uh, guest house uh, Diabatalo. And Diabatalo is, uh, yeah, it's a name I choose myself. Okay. What does it mean, Diabatalo? Yeah, it means there's a big, big medicine jalo tree here in the compound. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, you know, we live under the trees. I think we have like thousand trees. We have an original jungle behind. You know, uh, wow. like one and a half a hectare big. Right, so right. it's it's about the trees. Everything he is about to breed. And uh, yeah, you need trees to breed. For me also, I love trees. I cannot breed without trees. Yes. Oh, fantastic. And, and, and um, it must be very beautiful. I have I have seen some photos on your on your website. And, uh, you know, I know from time to time you post you'll post something on your uh, Facebook page. Uh, and it's it, it really looks very inviting to uh, come down. I have to get down that way one time. I, I'll put your place on my bucket list <laughs> just to try to get down there for. Wow, thank you. <laughs> It'll be lovely to, to have you here and now and take all your friends. <laughs> and you can make nice music here. You know, we, you know, here really culture is, is still here. If you want to see Avanes, Senegal, okay. the south of Senegal is so rich and green mm -hmm. of nature and fruit. Everything, you know, you, you the food is falling down from the sky. You know, we have mango, we have orange, cassavas, right, right. Uh, everything. So, yeah, that's a big help also from for the people here in the south of Casamance. Because, yeah, you know, it's some extra. Oh, wow. Absolutely. So you were saying that uh, that uh, Ajeli, your husband, he's also a musician, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. He plays some guitar, but uh, he, he plays also the drums. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he, he's original. He's a dollar. 
and uh, and Jola is an animistic tribe, and uh, he he where he come from the village, really really inside village, he, he they do the casa drum, you know, really from the casamans. Oh wow! And uh, that is that is fantastic to hear. Even when we go together, you know, I get a rhythm and you get exciting. You know, you want to dance. Oh, fantastic. You wanna, actually, also, I I do, yeah, because I love to <laughs> dance, you know. And, uh, yeah, also, if people want to learn uh, some drums here or they want to meet the really culture and, and, and the, the African dance, yeah, just come and visit us and we, we teach you all. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, you're going to send me the information for your website so I can post it on my on my web page. And that way people can get in contact with you. And of course, if they Thank they look you. up, look your name up on Facebook, they can also find you to try to book a, a trip there. I'm, I'm I, from what I see, it must be a very lovely place to go to. And I know you all are great house guests because you used to be my neighbor. So I know you're wearing good hands if we come yeah, down that way. Yeah, you know, I love to do it because it's it's so important uh, to, to, I think, for the for the world to meet each other, to 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 care each other. That's also mm-hmm. what we do. We care each other. We we are neighbors. Yeah, like, like you know, last Easter, you know, here uh, they have special this year. Uh, and we, we share that, you know, and Christian and Muslims, we all live together. We, we don't even know. Are you Christian? No, you only know oh, that from the, from the name. But for, for the rest, it's like we're living together. We, we, right. we, 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 yeah, it's live together. Yes, it's, it's so simple. A real global village. Yeah. And there's no problems with Corona there at the moment? Uh, yeah. Not here in the south. That's what we know. It's not here in the south where we are living, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course, also in in the north, some cities. Of course, in the big cities, there were some mm-hmm. problems with uh, with Corona. But you know, Senegal, they know from uh, you know the sickness, Ebola, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, malaria right. and other terrible diseases sometimes still around or neighbor countries. Yeah, they learn from from that, so they they deal with that very fast. Okay, that's fantastic. Maybe something the rest of the world could, uh, in the bigger cities here in Europe, could think about as well. Following following the way you all live, you know. Uh, I got one last question for you, uh, actually, and. Of course, that's the theme for this particular week, which is uh, grateful. And I'd like to know, what does grateful mean to you? Grateful to me is like, yeah, you know, just live, make the best of your life. Uh, be grateful for what you have. You know, less for me always is, is, is more. You know, it's not important. You have everything. Uh, care each other and, 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 and love each other and uh, make from every day, make it uh, the best day of your life. That's wonderful. It was such a pleasure to be able to talk to you and interview you. And, and, and I'm so, so proud to have you on my show after so many years of getting, you know, having, we haven't seen each other in forever. Forever, yes. It's so lovely to meet you. <laughs> I'm so grateful also.
also, you know, we meet each other again. That's also grateful that we see each other after so many years, you know. And it's like we meet every day. You look great. You're not, you know, only you lose your hair, you know, a little bit. But for the rest, you know, you, you, you're my guy, Eddie. You're my guy. <laughs> and I wish you so much luck with the show and everything. And um, all blessings for you because you're making, you you're making me blush. so much. <laughs> you make me blush. <laughs> well, listen, thank you once again so very much for coming on the show and sharing your life and your stories. And I wish you all the best. And hopefully we'll get to see each other when this whole Corona thing is behind. And um, a lot of folks, if you're out there listening, if you want to go to a place where there's a lot of sun, easy lifestyle, please check Best out. Best in Abane, in Abane, Senegal, the south of Senegal, in the beautiful Casamance. A lot of love to you and, and to Ajeli. Stay safe and keep throwing out those grateful thoughts, okay? Thank you. Alrighty. Bye. This is My Positive Podcast with Eddie C. Well, I'd like to thank my three guests for coming on and sharing their wonderful stories. As you know, each week I have a theme based on the last question that I asked my three guests. And this week's theme is grateful. Here's my quote. Grateful. A privilege to awake in the morning and see the sunlight of a brand new day. Having friends and loved ones spending time with you. Food to eat and a roof over your head. The definition of Webster, appreciative of benefits received or being blessed. Happy to achieve whatever it may be to you. Satisfied with the simple things in life. Because less is more and not taking things for granted. Grateful to be who you are. Well, that's it for this week's show. But before I go, a warm thanks to Miriam Storms, Jeff Wisdom, and Mika Fisher for sharing their positive stories with us today. You know, a great conversation leads to wonderful memories. You can find me on all platforms like Spotify, Android, and Apple. On Facebook, look for My Positive Podcast. And my website is mypositivepodcast.com. You can also contact me via my website or Facebook. A very special thanks to my technical producer, Iswan. This show is a production by Antwerp Podcast Service. My name is Eddie C. And this was MPP, My Positive Podcast. Tune in next week and stay positive.